Season 2, Episode 16. See results while learning. Now, being a music producer, there is so much to learn. And if you're just getting into this, you know, you're about to realize that it's a never-ending learning industry because there's actually many little mini-industries within the music industry, right? Are we making a beat? Are we doing sound design? Are we doing mixing, mastering, arrangement? Each of these tasks have a different set of professionals. And if you're trying to learn them all, um, good on you, because that is what I was always like. You know, I want I want to learn. I like learning it all. And so all I'm saying is it takes a lot of learning, okay? But I want to talk a little bit about how to see results in your learning. Because, you know, you can go to school, you can read a book, but ask yourself, did you really learn anything? Before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that I run an FL Studio training platform. If you'd like to learn more about it, you can go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash courses. There's over 26 FL Studio courses at the moment. So how do you see results when you're trying to learn? There's a couple main things that you have to understand if you really want to get good at making beats. First of all is you have to read, okay? And I say that one a lot, but you have to read and you have to just get over it. And the easiest way to see results is you write a list. Okay. So if you're doing research, such as like, let's say you're learning about EQ, some common things that you're going to start doing research on is like the Nyquist theorem, right? With sample rates and different stuff like that. Okay. Well, what does that actually mean? So write that down. That goes on the list. Go do some research on it when you have some free time, all right? Because in the last episode, I talked about when you sit on a computer, you know, make sure that you have a goal. So if you make a list of things that you want to learn like that, and again, how you're going to know to make a list like this is listen for keywords. So if someone is talking to you in a tutorial or in a video, listen to certain words that they keep repeating, but you're not understanding. Again, such as Nyquist theorem. Now, you don't have to even know what that means to be a beat maker and even to use EQ. That's on like the scientific level with like a filter and like all that kind of stuff. That's super technical. But do you need to know that to make a beat with chords and knowing about your, you know, your favorite synths? But it's still important to read up on it and just understand just a general idea of what's going on. If you make a list of these common terms and what I would do is... When I was an electrician at work, we used to get two breaks. You know, if I was working at a condo, many times I would just go into a different room for my lunch break, you know, sit, eat my lunch, and I'd just be reading on my phone uh, these different things about what I wanted to learn. And that allowed me to really learn the things I wanted to learn. And since I had a list, I knew that I had this free time and, you know, I could just kind of mix and match. I didn't have to go in order. You know, if I had a list, I'd be like, oh, maybe I'll read about that or I'll read about this. So that's one thing. Now, the next thing where I see a lot of people struggle is they watch a tutorial, but they don't actually go and try and practice it. So that's the biggest error that you are making and why you're not seeing results. Because there is a lot of good information out there. And if you feel like you're watching a video to do this or a video to do that, you actually need to try it, okay? 
And that's the biggest thing that I always tell you guys with my courses is my courses are directed at self learners. So what I'm saying there is, yes, I'm showing you the trick to speed you up, to save you time so that you don't have to go and do all this heavy research. You know, that's what my courses are for. Like they tell you a lot of these main answers, but you still have to practice them just because you watch the video doesn't mean you know it. Like if I show you how to make a drum loop, are you just copying what's on the video to make your own drum loop? And hopefully you're not taking the same sound as me, you know, if you're watching my courses, because the whole goal here is that you're taking your own sounds and yeah, if you want to follow along, okay, that's fine. But if that's how you're now going and making your music, that is concerning, right? Because you're not truly learning to make your own beats. You need to listen to what the video is trying to teach you. Like if you really want to learn something and you look it up on YouTube or Google or again on my courses or wherever, and you're trying to learn this topic, you need to try it in your own way. Okay. And you might not get it the first time. And a good example here is sidechain compression, right? Many of you might just be on that topic right now. But the hardest part about that is learning about the routing. Does it go in this insert first or does it go in that insert first? Okay. You're only going to learn by trying it yourself. And sidechain compression, like I said, is probably the perfect example of this. Sure, you watch it in the, in the tutorial. You're even doing it as the person is doing it in the tutorial and you somehow still screw it up. But eventually you get it to work because you went back and forth so many times and then it just works. Mainly when it comes to something like a drum loop, nobody can teach you to make a drum loop. And even with my book, it's called Safe Spots. You know, again, if you're new around here, Safe Spots is my curriculum for learning how to make drum loops in FL Studio. There's a book, there's a course, or there's the bundle. If you want more information on that, you can go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash drum corner. Okay, you can download a free PDF about Safe Spots. But when... I'm showing you how to make a drum loop. I just want you to understand the concepts of what's going on. You know, I always tell you the easiest way to make a drum loop is you put your drum on the one and then you put your clap or your snare on the two and the four. That's the easiest way to learn to make a drum loop. Now you just place your drum, you bounce it around, work with the hi-hat, get something started. You know, if you're working with a different genre, well, you know, everything's different. But typically, you know, that 4-4 four, four time, that is what, you know, most music is in. So... To finish off this episode, to see results in your learning, I highly, highly suggest making a list. The easiest way nowadays is honestly just in like an app. Now, my suggestion to you is if you are going to do it on your computer, is you need to have an app that you can access from your phone and your computer. That way you can, you can keep this content in sync, right? When you're at work, you do it there. If you are at home, you can update it faster with a keyboard and mouse. But honestly, my favorite way over, over time has just been a paper, like, like a notebook and a pencil. It just allows you to write you know, how, think about it. How often do you write nowadays? Not very often. So it allows me to keep writing a little bit here and there. Uh, and, and just make a list, tackle some things you want to read. Okay. The next thing is, again, make sure you actually try the things that you are trying to learn. You know, you watch a video, you might not be trying it. And this is very often with music production, right? If you're 
watching uh, videos of someone making a beat. So if you see them do something cool or something, well then pause it and then go try it yourself. And I'm talking more like the standard techniques, such as maybe routing your sounds to the mixer or color coding or uh, even, even how someone did, you know, something with their EQ, you know, with automation or something. So I hope that allows you to see results in your learning. That is what I have done. And I have learned a lot. You know, if you're just learning about music production, I'll give you a very, very quick background. I've learned all this music production stuff just by, you know, YouTube at the time. My YouTube videos that I was watching was around 2009, 2010. And at the time, I really, really liked uh, NFX. I didn't watch all of them, but there was definitely some ones that really helped, you know, got me past that learning curve because it's hard. It's hard to learn how this program works. But the tutorial series, which is still available, is by ImageLine, and it's the original FL Studio Guru. I'm sure they still have it on their YouTube channel. They have it in a playlist. The old tutorials, they were so good. They just broke down just music production in just a very simple way, different things to know about FL Studio for workflow, shortcuts. I remember just watching them and just listening. Very, very good information, okay? However, music production isn't the only thing I've taught myself by doing this, right? So for those of you that don't know me, I'm the only person at my website and I've learned coding, I uh, learned how to run a website. And then again, I was doing the electrical, you know, I had to go to school and school wasn't the easiest in electrical. And it was mainly just because a lot of the teachers were like previous workers. Many times they didn't want to do the job anymore and they just started to do the teaching. And teaching really is important if someone's really passionate, okay? I really do think passion in teaching outweighs if someone's like a good teacher, uh, they go hand in hand, obviously, because a good teacher is organizing and ultimately cares for the people who are learning, right? But again, I was having to always go to YouTube, look online to help me when it came to prepare for a test. I had to go further than the book and from the teacher. I had to go to an outside source for information. And so I followed these exact same techniques for all these different industries I've been kind of involved in over the years. And so I know they work for me. Um, I hope they really help you because like I said, there's a lot to learn. And if you don't read, you will only get so far in music production. If you want to kind of jump into all the different areas, right? Like again, I like to do the beat making, the arrangement, the mixing, the mastering, and even some of the sound design. And each of those industries are very, very different industries. And they also require different effort. I really do think sound design is interesting. But to me, sound design, I find much more boring than the beat making. If I was to do sound design, I find that many times I can only do a couple sounds and I get tired and I have to stop. When I come to make beats, you know, I could just keep going beat, you know, make a beat done. Okay. Go to another beat, make another beat. You know what I mean? So it's like the beat making is way more fun. I find the mixing more tiring, but I do enjoy the mixing, but I do find it more tiring. And the mastering is honestly probably like my favorite part. It's the part that I spent, spend like the most time on. I'm not saying I'm good at mastering, but I do enjoy it. Uh, it's like, you could totally change your song in mastering. It's incredible. And a multi-band compressor is such a powerful tool, but you got to be very careful with it. 
So again, lots of information. So if you want to learn FL Studio and make and make beats with FL Studio, again, I have an FL Studio training platform. I have a lot of courses in there. If you want to learn more about it, visit my website, itsgratuitous.com. And again, you feel free to always reach out to me. That is what this podcast is for. It's just to promote my brand, but also share tons of valuable information about life as a music producer, making beats, getting involved with this stuff, everything from a MIDI keyboard and your VSTs and your drum kits. Again, I always like to create my stuff from scratch. Okay, that's what I always try to teach is we create our own melodies. We create our own drum loops from one shot drum samples. And then from there, you get into the arrangement. We open up our own EQs, our own compressors, uh, and we get into it. So thank you for listening. Again, reach out if you need help with FL Studio. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. <laughs>